Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Yeah, thank you, Sister Charlene. Happy Tuesday to everyone. Praise the Lord. God is awesome and powerful. Um, we just want to say it's minus two in Toronto, minus two degrees C, and we're having snow. You know, so, you know, just want to praise God. We expect some big snow uh, tomorrow, uh, tonight until Wednesday, but God is keeping us. And we know across the globe that, you know, the signs of the time is here, that Christ is coming. He's even at the door. And we are just encouraging each one to continue to pray for us. We need more prayers. Um, The need is greater. Um, We've seen where um, uh, the, the prayer request has been coming in more. Um, Sunday was, we really were bombarded with, with calls and we had a few breakthroughs where, you know, uh, I know testimonies will be shared sometime by us praying for others and see the power of God work. God is truly an awesome God. I remember, I don't know, there's a sister from, um, St. Lucia that calls and shows in a dire need. We still haven't finished. They called me uh, while I was leaving church Sabbath in the night, and I was able to pray with her. Her daughter is possessed, and once I started praying, immediate manifestation started. And she said she has been watching the program. She has been giving many people the number for the program. You know, so we have to go back to finish that um, deliverance. Her daughter is only 26, I think, or 24, somewhere around there. And she's under heavy spiritual warfare. So, you know, the the needs are great. You know, we just want to say how much we really appreciate everyone blessing us and, and praying for us and for all the donations that has been coming in. We are so grateful. We know that we have that target to meet by Wednesday, which we'll talk about it, Sister Mavis. And we are praying that the Lord will send all the funds we need by Wednesday. And we know he's impressing people's hearts as we help across the globe. We are asking the Lord to multiply whatever we have. And he's able to do it. So we praise God that he's going to multiply whatever we have and all those who are continuing to give for this worthy cause. Praise the Lord. Um, This morning, the Lord has given me Matthew um, 24. 
And when we talk about March 24, we know it talks about the coming of Christ. I, I want to bring to your attention uh, March 24 from verses 36 down to, say, 42. 36 to 42. And uh, it's about our state, our condition, if we're really ready. And when you look at the pandemic around the world that is right now, people are looking for opportunities and people are not looking that Christ is coming. And this is a wake-up call. The whole world is on alert. The whole world is hit with this pandemic. And it's signs of the time. You know, what if? So let us go into the Word. Father in heaven, we praise your name. We exalt you. We thank you for what you will reveal to your people. And we just want to praise you and worship you now. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Okay, so the scripture says from verse 36, But of that day and hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So Jesus was telling about the signs and what we should look for, but he's saying, don't worry about the time, the day or the hour. We can pencil it down to the day or the hour when he's going to come. We know that there are signs of the time and the, the, the prophecies are being fulfilled around the globe and we know his imminent, his coming is close. But we can't nail it down to give a specific time of when he's coming. That's what the word says. We can't tell, but we know something is going on. You know, only his father in heaven knows. So the angel probably looking and say, when? Look on the suffering. When, Lord, when are you going to announce the date? You know, when are you going to come? But, but hear this now. Verse 37 says, But as the days of Noah were, so also the coming of the Son of Man be. So, in other words, it said, in the days of Noah, it used to be business as usual. Everybody was doing everything the same. They're selling homes, they're buying, they're eating, they're farming. Life continues, but I want to take it a little bit further in the spiritual realm. Because we just see it as business as usual. But I want to tell you, when the devil knows that the time is short, there's a high-level deceptive spirit that will keep God's people from wanting and yearning to know more. There's going to be a day of sleeping. People are lackadaisical to the word of God. They are sleeping and they are, they are dozing. And the devil is sending spells and distraction upon God's people. Just as that day when the word being preached and 
and, and the flood, the door was about to close, and, and nobody is paying full attention because it's business as usual. The Lord says it happened then, and so shall it be again. Is the same thing going to happen when everybody is going to relax and says, you know, we have time. You know, look how long he's preaching. Look how long we heard that Christ is coming. So there's an element of surprise. And the Lord has given us ample notice as Christians that this element is going to be playing out again. There's going to be a surprise. That has to have us thinking and wondering how the devil is pulling off this high-level deception to have us be comfortable, so to speak, in this world. When the Lord says we should be in this world, but not of this world, meant that we must be living and watching, be vigilant, looking on the signs of the time, and staying in prayer, knowing that Christ is coming soon. But it seems like we are not paying attention, and something is going to take us suddenly, suddenly. So if you look back at verse 37, it says, But as the days of Noah were, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And here what verse 38 says, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, mar- marrying and giving up in marriage until the day of that Noah entered into the ark. What happened when Noah entered into the ark? That was the day of probation closed. So therefore, we can conclude that when our probation is closed, there's no more opportunity. We can't get in again. Is there going to be an ark again? The Lord says no. He's not going to come with an ark to see all the dead bodies on the earth, especially with uh, the population growth right now. No. It's going to be consuming fire. So then we have to contemplate then. If we don't have an ark to get into, where we can see a physical door close, we're knocking the door, could you help us? Like the children then back. Could you imagine mothers, when the rain starts to come and they realize the water rising, you know you're going to die. It's just a moment of when. You know you're going to die. The water is getting higher. You're knocking the door, and Noah is looking out. Noah wanted to open the door to help that mother. But the door was locked by God. So what if then, if the Lord is saying, so shall it be, and there's not an ark, so there's going to be a probation close. And after the probation close, there's going to be a lot of calamities happening. There's going to be time of trouble. More than we have ever heard of before in our lives. There's going to be wars, earthquake in diverse places. Many things are going to start to happen. 
but there's nowhere to run. We can't get into an ark again. At least they were surrounding the ark and hoping that God will have mercy and open the ark, the door. But it was too late. The Lord is saying, so shall it be. We're going to be caught when we're not thinking. Off guard. We're not vigilant enough. He's saying, so shall it be again. So this is a lot of lessons to us to know that big calamities can happen now and we can be gone to our grave. Our probation can be closed. And when Christ comes, we won't be saved. You see what I'm saying, brethren? The time is now when it's an urge. It's an urgency is now for God's people to be aware and know that he's evil at the door. What are we going to do? It's clear here. It says, for as the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking everything. They're having a wedding. Everything was as usual. But when the Lord called him into the ark, when the probation was closed, when the judgment was declared, look at verse 39. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man. It meant that if your probation is closed and you're not on the Lord's side, the fire this time is going to come and devour all those who are not on the Lord's side. And the Lord gave an example that it's not going to be any flood anymore. Look at verse 40. Then shall two be in the field the one shall be taken and the other left. And this is not any secret rapture. What the Lord is simply saying, you have two people in the field, one probation closed for the Lord and one is not for the Lord. One was living right. One had some skeleton in their closet. But they were pretending to be a true Christian. The Lord is saying, when the probation closed, you could be in a crowd of people. If you are for the Lord, you're going to be sealed for heaven. Even that deeper, in verse 41, two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken and the other left. The Lord is saying, I'm going to pick my people out wherever you are. When probation closes and the judgment is declared, I'm going to find my people. No matter what, where you are, if you're at work, if you're in the grave, the trump of the Lord shall sound and the dead in Christ shall rise. That day of judgment is at hand. But the Lord says in the last verse, I'm going to read. Look at the first word. Watch. Mercy. I look at it again. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour 
your Lord doeth come. How do you watch in the spiritual realm? Watch meaning draw nigh unto the Lord. Watch meaning stay in prayer. Watch meaning be committed to the word of God. Be obedient and the doers of the word. Watch meant that we ought to do the right thing. We ought to follow after Christ. We ought to uh, allow our lives to be transformed and to be renewed. We are to watch. We got to watch and stay away from sin. We got to recognize that Christ is even at the door. And if our probation closes, then we will go to Christ's grave. If we have an accident, and God forbid, and we die and we are not sealed for Christ, we'll go to Christless grave. And when the first trump shall sound, we may not hear it. This is really a warning to God's people. That in the days of Noah, people were sleeping and enjoying themselves. But what does it make sense to enjoy yourself just for a short moment when we can enjoy ourselves in Christ and have the great hope of going home with him when he comes? The Lord invites us to this great hope. He invites us to be vigilant, to watch, to be ready. God is saying to us this morning, it's a spiritual thing. The devil is going to put a lot of people to sleep. The devil is going to cause accidents. The devil is creating havoc already with this pandemic. And a lot of people are dying. But the Lord is saying, if we are ready, even if we die, we will be risen in the first resurrection. It is hope. God is saying there is hope for us. If we recognize that Christ is really coming, all the signs are on the wall that his coming is imminent. But the key thing is that the Lord says, so shall it be, like in the time of Noah, where people were sleeping. They were doing everything else but God. It's the same thing is happening now. The churches are sleeping. We have an opportunity now to be a more serious witness. But are we doing so? Because we are sleeping. We don't have the vibes. We don't have the urge. We are not doing what we're supposed to do. The Lord is bidding and is calling us to wake up because it's high time. Our redemption draws nigh. We are closer than we have ever been to the coming of Christ. The Lord is asking you this morning, are you ready? Are you seriously ready? Do you want to go home with him? Are you making provisions? Are you making it part of your planning that you want to go home with him? Don't you recognize how sinful this world is? Don't you recognize how 
evil this world is. Don't you recognize the poverty that is hitting people all over the globe? People are suffering, cannot find basic food, basic needs. Do you recognize God is calling his people and he's saying to us this morning, it's high time for God's people to wake up. I don't know about you, but this is staying in my head where the Lord is saying, so shall it be. Like in the time of Noah, they waited until the last minute, but their probation was already closed. They were knocking on the door, but Noah could not open the door. No man is going to be able to open the door when our probation is closed. Only God, but is calling us this moment and said the opportunity is now. I can open the door now, but when I seal it, the door was open for 120 years with Noah. But everybody just laughed and mocked him until it was too late. God has given us ample time. He's given us notice that we should take heed of the time we're living in and see where we're at with the Lord and what we need to reprioritize to come higher. May the God of glory just bless us and really help us to take heed because he's at the door. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. This is my humble prayer. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.